Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. If you've ever flown into Washington, D.C., and you go into Reagan National Airport, uh, you can see Washington, D.C. and all the great buildings and memorial sites. They're awesome. But if you look to the other side, you'll see a place that's a burial site. It's called Arlington. And if you were to be asked which side do we owe the most to, I believe it would be on that side, the other side, in Arlington. And not only that cemetery, National Cemetery, but military uh, cemeteries around the nation and even in Europe at Normandy where where our soldiers were buried. We owe more to those soldiers than we could ever dream of. I don't know about you, but I have enjoyed reading about the Revolutionary War and the price our founding fathers paid uh, for our freedom. And we're standing on those soldiers' uh, soldiers' shoulders today. That was a mouthful, but we really are. And so today, uh, one of our interview, I think you'll really enjoy. And if you've got a friend that's a veteran, you might really want to call them real quickly, or later on, you might want to go to AFR uh, uh, in the next day or two, AFR, and look at the podcast of Exploring Missions and see this, uh, Hero to Heroes. Nathan, uh, militarily, our, my dad, your granddad, at during World War II, he had so many children, and he was a farmer. Uh, when they came to putting him in the military, they passed him over. They said, you're more valuable producing the crops than you would be as a soldier right now. And he had several children that would be dependent upon him. So they passed him over. He also had some physical issues. But he had a brother that really was caught into that uh, military, World War II, and he uh, he was a Marine, got caught, caught at Guadalcanal where they were cut off from all their supplies and had to live uh, just on the land for several years. So even in our family, uh, my brother would be, he served in the Air Force, your uncle, Dwayne, he served in the Air Force. We owe a lot to the military, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um, and I think, um, you know, whether wherever you land uh, politically on certain wars and justification of certain things, um, I don't think anyone um, would uh, not see their uh, their gratefulness, thankfulness uh, to live in a country uh, that's free uh, like we do, and that thanks ultimately goes to God, but we thank God for those men and women who have served, um, who are serving, the families that they represent, and, and especially those who uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice for uh, for us to experience these freedoms that we most of the time take for granted, uh, just to be honest. And um, there's 
those that come back and those that um, maybe serve and finish their time um, as a, as a veteran, many times come back uh, a different person, come back with a lot of uh, baggage, um, sometimes spiritual, um, but emotional and um, whether it's mental health, whether it's um, physical uh, difficulties, um, and they will live with, um, I guess, the results um, of of their calling, of their um, of their service and sacrifice. They have they have to live with that uh, most of the time for the rest of their lives, and it can be difficult. Um, and it's good that the church um, take an active role in seeing healing and seeing salvation, seeing uh, ministry work being done among uh, veterans, uh, those in our armed forces that are serving or have served. Amen. The Bible, especially in Paul's writings, is filled. Put on the whole armor of God. You know, soldiers meant a lot to Paul, seems like. Uh, He'd be chained to them. You know, he'd say, Caesar's household salutes you. Uh, the Philippian jailer, his life was changed. And, I mean, basically he was a soldier in those, yeah, right. those days. And then he, he said to Timothy, as a good soldier, this is in Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also he, he competes in the whole idea is that uh, I think the Bible shows us the value of treating those that have fought the good fight in areas of our protection, uh, our battles. We owe a lot to them. And so the interview that you'll hear later is about a lady who just saw that need in her own life, her own family's life, and she did something about it. It's called Heroes to Heroes. And, and what a difference that is making in lives, men and some women that are, that are, their lives have been basically interrupted so bad with the memories, the, yeah. the, 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 the difficulties, um, you know, because it has, it's gotten worse with military today, especially, uh, we, we think of the technology, well, it's not as bad. Well, we have found out that's not true. Uh, it is still, it's still hand to hand. A lot of times, it's 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 close up and personal. And though, and I found this out: the closer that that uh, warrior, that soldier is to the battle, the seems like the greater possibility of difficulty mm. overcoming that. Yeah, and it and really, it it still involves your heart and your mind, right? Uh, things you've seen, things you've heard, things you've experienced and touched and and lived through. And sometimes had to had to do, um, and and there's trauma that can be um, a part of that, and and at least um, adverse experiences that you you bring back with you and you carry with you, um, and we see in the Bible, uh, the New Testament, that Jesus was. Um, was a, was bringing salvation um, to to people. Um, he was bringing healing to people. He was bringing deliverance and rescue for people. Um, and did you know in the in the 
In the New Testament, there's a Greek word that means all of those. It's one word, and it means all of those things. Healing, deliverance, rescue, salvation, like spiritual salvation. Uh, the word is sozo. Sozo is how you would try to say it in the Greek. And um, it's all over the New Testament. And sometimes you can translate it healing, and sometimes you can translate it salvation, but same it's the word, same though. word. Yeah. So let me give you an example of how those same word can be translated in three. And let me say this. This is missional. Yeah, it this is, is, because what are, what, are, what are we doing on mission? Whether you're working with soldiers who are needing healing and deliverance or salvation, or whether you're sent to the other side of the world as a missionary, whether you're talking to your neighbor and you're praying for them and you're sharing the gospel with them, uh, this, this word comes into play. Um, let me give you a, a, a reference. This is uh, John chapter 11, verse 12. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will get well. All right, that idea of get well is is sozo. Okay, the word sozo, get well. It's about healing, right? Just a couple pages over in John chapter 12, verse 27, Jesus is saying, Now my soul is troubled. What should I say? Father, save me from this hour. The word save is also sozo, and Jesus is talking about Jesus is not talking about spiritual salvation. He doesn't. He does not need spiritual salvation. He's bringing it. He's wanting rescue, physical from from the torture of the cross. Um, he's praying that um, later he would pray, "Not my will, but your will be done." And then later in John chapter twelve, verse forty-seven, is this verse: "If anyone hears my words and doesn't keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world." but to save the world. Same word. Same word, sozo, but it means spiritual salvation. So all of us, and we can see it especially in soldiers' lives and veterans' lives and their families, we need that salvation, rescue, deliverance, healing that only Jesus can bring. Well, our guest is going to take you through the journey that uh, they try to take these soldiers on, these veterans on that have come home with so much difficulty in their memory, what's taken place, <clears throat> the hurt, the pain, and they take they take them on a journey, and you'll be interested in hearing this interview. It's one of the most interesting interviews that I've had the privilege of conducting, and so we want you to do that, but we want you to be mindful and thankful for those men and those women who have served in the military, serving in the military, but especially those that have been in, quote, what they call harm's way, and they've come home talking about it or not talking about it because of the pain, and they want to just put it behind them, but they need help. So we want to be a part of helping them to overcome uh, the pain and the memories that they've had. So this interview, I think, will help you understand that. And, you know, uh, they were soldiers in that army, uh, we're soldiers in the Lord's army, and we need to be faithful, and we need to be a part of what God is doing. And as you hear this interview, I pray that God would lead you in making a difference where you are. Our guest today on Exploring Missions is Julie Ellis. Ellis. Elias. 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 Okay. Yes. That's hard for me. Elias. 
We can go with Ellis. That's fine. No, let's go with Elias. <laughs> okay. I want to get it correct, okay? And Judy is with Hero to Heroes. Heroes to Heroes. And uh, everybody's saying, what in the world is that? How about yeah. it? I know a little bit, but I want you to tell the audience like you told me. Bert, thank you so much. Heroes to Heroes is a program that takes veterans from death to life. We are about working with veterans who have moral injury. And people ask, what is that? It's often diagnosed as PTSD, but moral injury is really the shame and guilt that our veterans bring home that's on top of that PTSD. And maybe it sits below, and it's the, the soul-crushing injuries that don't get discussed because it all goes back to faith. It all goes back to God. It goes back to Jesus. And the connection that's severed when our veterans experience what they experience in war. And the real trauma, the real pain here is their separation from God, their separation from Jesus. So many of our veterans come home and they say, wait a minute, I know Jesus died for my sins, but not these. Yeah. This is way too much. I've killed I've made mistakes. Maybe they took an action. Maybe they didn't take an action that they should have taken. So they come home and they have tremendous, tremendous guilt. So what Heroes to Heroes does is takes our veterans through a spiritual journey, strengthening their spirit, building them, teaching them what their value, helping them understand their values the basics of what we need to live, the basis of what we need to love God, to love Jesus, to, to live our lives as faithful people. They've lost it all. So we start by rebuilding. And we have four months of rebuilding. And it's learning values. It's learning how are you, how are you t using your life? Well, and when you think of these heroes that have been in war and... We've been that way for quite a few years now, oh, yeah. and uh, just and it's horrible because we know what has happened to many of them, and they come home and we hear them, hear about them, and they don't know where to turn. But Hero to Heroes is a place that they can turn. Do they find you, Judy, or do you find wow. them? They, it's a combination. We have over 600 on our waiting list. Um, that's what keeps me up at night. Uh, they usually find us through word of mouth. Uh, since we are faith-based, we do not get a lot of notice from the VA or therapists. They don't, they don't send them your way. They don't send them our way. There's a faith gap with therapy in the United States. Only 30% of our therapists are connected in any way, shape, or form with their faith. 70% of our veterans are connected with their faith. So therapists don't know how to recognize it. And, and, it's, that, and even that, they know that they don't want to send them your way because of no, it's God in it's Jesus. It's God and coming back. So part of our program, we, we build them up so they can take their journey right directly to Jesus, to God, where Jesus walked. We take them to Israel, the Holy Land where they have the opportunity to be baptized in the Jordan River. Okay. They walk where Jesus walked. We want to get to that, but before okay. we get to that, how is this financed? Is this, I know it's faith. Is it, I knock on doors. Knock on doors. God has been good. I, it has been 
you know, it's it's always a struggle, but yeah. it's um, private private donors okay. like your listeners um, are so supportive of our veterans, and all of you understand that connection to Jesus, yeah. and how we have to regain that connection and allow our veterans to be there and to invite him back into their lives. So people who are faithful have been so, we've been blessed. And, um, you know, there's getting to the people, the 600 people on our waiting list, that's scary. 600 people on on our waiting waiting list. And every day we receive more and more um, as our veterans post, as we're starting to reach out to clergy because clergy need to be trained and moral injury, they need to be able to understand what this is and why this is not the typical PTSD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we receive more and more applications and referrals. Uh, many of the veterans we work with are not out in the community. They won't go to church. There's no key to faith for them. Right. And mm-hmm. so we want to be, we are that key to faith. Oh, wow. Why did you start, or why was this ministry started? Was there a connection with you, observation, close-up? What? I just, My fa- I don't want this uh, yes. to be so clo- personal, but. It, you know what, it's why. personal, but it's, it's. You know, this is my my mission. This is my calling. So my father was a World War II veteran. Okay. Second day Normandy, Battle of the Bulge, liberated a concentration camp. Uh, I never, I have no memory of my father laughing. And when I was 16 years old, I started on a path to self-destruction. I was, you know, I'm of the Jewish faith and my, I, did not want any part of it. I didn't want any part of anything of God. I, I cursed God. I was angry. That was my war. And I left home. Yeah. And my father said, would you please go on a pilgrimage to Israel? And I was 16 and a half, almost 17. And I said, uh, no, I want nothing to do with faith. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not going. And he said, please, would you do it for me? And that was the only thing my father ever asked of me in my entire. I put my hand on the Western Wall. And first of all, that morning when I was supposed to go, friend, I said, I'm not going. I I felt like if I went, God would just strike me dead. I I wasn't worthy of that moment. And friends pulled me there physically. Mm -hmm. And when I put my hand on that wall, I realized I wasn't alone. And I had a bigger mission. And in 2009, when I visited our soldiers in Walter Reed, and I saw their faces, and someone mentioned a suicide rate of 22 a day to me, as an American, as a person of faith, I looked in their eyes and I said, I need, I'm a mother. These are all my children because they signed away their lives to protect me and my children. Okay. Amen. When you say that, you know, the Jewish faith, the greatest Jew that I've ever met was Jesus. Yes. <laughs> and he brought, he fulfilled, he said, I came not to do away with that law, but I came to fulfill it. He did it every bit. So no wonder you want to take these heroes on this journey uh, that Jesus took, but seeing how the Old and New Testament connect in such a real way. Did that bring faith to you as a Jew when you see how, how they connect? They're not how disconnected. How they connect. And there's so much as a Jew, what I'm learning from the Christian community, it's just 
a deeper love of God, a deeper bringing God into my life. I know when my husband and I married and I was walking around him seven times and building that fence around our relationship where it was just my husband, me, and God forever. I feel like that's what we're doing and we're helping each other build those fences and we're learning the best from each other. And I know when I take those veterans to Israel and I watch them connect with Jesus and I watch them at the church, the church of the Holy Sepulchre and they <laughs> yeah. just having that moment Hallelujah. where that physical connection is so strong for them and they need the physical to get to the emotional. Yeah. Well, mo let me say this. Are, are most of the men, are they men, most of them men or a few women that have gone? Um, we do, we take them separately. We do not travel but with that, but mostly men. Women do go. But um, the reason I brought this up, men need word pictures. Listen, uh, uh, men experience and when they, it, I'm not saying that a female would not do that, but men, it's amplified in in the experience itself. So I can understand that why it we, would be so effective. We have had the the miracles, yeah. and Bert, I invite you to join one of yeah. those teams. Amen. You see miracles and the reconnection and finding forgiveness and knowing what is forgiveness to them and learning how to accept it. And yeah. as God's As ready. God's ready to Jesus, give it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Are we paid for ready that. to accept Amen. it? Well, real quickly, you started, and I interrupted about starting in the steps of Jesus, being baptized in the Jordan River, as quickly as you can. Take us through this journey that you take these heroes yes. through in the Holy Land. Okay, the first thing we do is we go up north. We start in Nazareth, yeah. and then we had to the whole, the Galilee. And they walk wherever Jesus walked. We go to Tagba, we go to Magdala, we go to Beatitudes. And in Beatitudes, they each have a chance to sit in the bowl, to stand in the bowl and preach. Yeah. <laughs> and they're able to actually follow in Jesus's footsteps. Yeah. And we try to recreate that experience all along the way. Because we know when they're telling their story in that place, the connection is even stronger. So it's so important to almost reenact those moments for them. So they then finish the second day with their baptism. Amen. And By the way, those of you that are listening, this is Judy Elias. She's with Hero to Heroes, and she's telling about helping those veterans that's coming back from uh, just horrible experiences in war and uh, unable to overcome and the therapists do not have the equipment to do that because of the spiritual battle that's going on and Judy and this ministry stepping in and taking them through the steps of Jesus in Israel and it changes lives. So after we've come this far to go continue the journey now. Okay so once they they finish their baptism we have a big feast on the Sea of Galilee at a fine restaurant and they share their moment. And it's, there's so much sharing. Mm -hmm. So much of is it about sharing and having that connection with God. And that night, they, they begin a letter to Jesus. They begin a letter to God, okay. talking about that experience, just basically spitting out what is going on, what is this relationship, writing what do you it, want, writing, writing it, down. it down. We believe in the written word. We yeah. believe that yeah. they have to write throughout our curriculum every 
every experience is written down. There's assignments they write. So that night they write to God. And then we head to Jerusalem. Amen. And we prepare them for that. That's all the preparation for Jerusalem. And in Jerusalem, we walk the stations. Yeah. If you've never been there, there's each station that happened while Jesus was on his way up to the Calvary. And it is an amazing trip. And, and we, it's uphill all the way. It's uphill. Too. And we start at the Mount of Olives and okay. we go down, down and we go all the way up. Yeah. And it is an exhausting experience. We have them going all day. But part of it is to kind of break the pain and build the spirit. Yeah. And so... We watch them day to day, just going and going. So after Jeru as we're in Jerusalem, we visit sites such as Yad Vashem, the memorial to the Holocaust. Right. So one thing they learn, we had a young man, Stephen, if I could quickly tell Stephen's story, okay. 26 years old, lived in Arkansas. His father called me and said, I, this is the last resort. I'm going to lose my child. And... He drove Stephen from Arkansas to Newark to meet the plane because he said, if I put him in the airport, he won't get on the plane. Yeah. Stephen was very troubled, kind of fit in, was looking to belong. We went through Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial. And at the end, he said, I need to talk to everyone. He said, I haven't been able to say this. He said, but when I was in Iraq, my team was ambushed. And I had a split second, and there was a, an insurgent pointing a weapon at my best buddy. And I had to take the shot, and then I found out that it was a 10-year-old boy. And he said, what I learned in Yad Vashem was that I'm not a murderer, I'm a soldier. And what, a, what a journey. Judy, I, I, time is closing in. But if people need to get a hold of you, like this father who was desperate for their yes. child, how, how can they get a hold of Either through our website, which is hero, heroes2heroes.org, H-E-R-O-E-S-T-O-H-E-R-O-E-S.org. They can call me, 201-851-2409. Give that a number because there are people out there and see them right now. They're trying to find something to write that number okay, down. Okay, let's Give go it, again. Do it again. 201-851-2409. Well, I want to say something that I, uh, I'm moved by what you're doing. And uh, I, I had a uncle who was in World War II as well. And he was caught on a place called Guadalcanal where they cut off everything and they had to just survive basically on coconuts for weeks and weeks. And the, the horribleness of it, but then when you compound it with like the experience that you told about that soldier having to shoot a 10-year-old, that is compounded. And I want to thank you for following God and doing what God's asked you and called you to do, Judy. Well, thank you, and I'm blessed to be here, and God blesses me every day, and may God bless every, all of us here and all your listeners. Can I give them a little a blessing in Hebrew? Go right ahead. Yivarecha charonai v'yishmarecha, ye'erad anai panave lecha v'yichunecha, 
May God bless you. May God keep you. May he shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you, Judy. Thank you.